What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Master Chef After Show, starring Team Amazing. My name is Ann Campia, and I'm Cortike, as well as our friend Ryan, who is remoting in. Ryan. Hey guys, how's it going? And we are here to bring you our review of uh, episode one and two of season five. Um, unfortunately, we missed one episode because we had all suspected that it would be one of those several episodes of them coming in and doing the going into the warehouse and doing all the cooking and stuff like that. But we, I think we were all pleasant, pleasantly or maybe not surprised at the structure of this season. So we're going to go ahead and run this the way we do some of our other after shows and talk about the positives and the negatives for the first two episodes, as well as give some of our predictions since it's the beginning of the season um, and also maybe highlight some of the dishes that we've seen. So okay. let's get started. Um, Ryan, let's shoot it over to you since you are our uh, remoter in. You're not in this beautiful shot with me and Kaori. So Ryan, what about you for your positives from episodes one and two? Um, first, as far as the format goes, I kind of like the old format, um, showing like the people that can't cook or they have weird costumes, coming with weird themes. Um, always kind of like that. I did think last season they did a little bit too much of it. I think the first two episodes were like two hours each. Um, I thought they could have cut it back, but I kind of did enjoy that. Um, but it is also good, you know, to get started with the competition, um, depending how many episodes this season goes, um, and whittling down to like uh, a top thirty to start with. Um, but I mean, it was okay. I kind of liked seeing those people mess up like American Idol style. All right, all right. I, I get what you're saying there. What about you, Corey? Are we talking positives? positives? Um, I would say the positives are this time around. I feel that the contestants are a lot more eccentric. Yes. Um, they're very different. Um, so I kind of like that we have a stripper. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and she's an awesome cook, apparently. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's an awesome yeah. stripper. Uh, How did she know that? I, I, I just know. I work with her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, and then I thought also, this is a positive for me, that Graham, that man is inspiring, mm -hmm. man. I mean, it is a trip. It is like watching a cartoon character going around the Master Chef Kitchen yeah. right now because he has lost so much weight. He's going around in marathons. Um, what the heck? He disappeared in a third. He's Half. a third of what he used yeah, to be. Yeah, or yeah, third. Yeah, That's right. a huge positive mm -hmm. because he looks great. Mm -hmm. um, um, the formatting wise, positive for me is it's an hour. Yes. Now, an hour a week instead of two hours a week. I like that. However, when we get to our negatives, I'll talk about how we started. Yeah, I think we probably all are in agreement. I'm, I'm feeling that vibe right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so that will do it for your positives? For now. All right. So my positives also start with Graham. Not because I felt like, I feel like he's a better person mm -hmm. per se, now that he's half his size. But um, from what I've been reading, it's, it's for his benefit in terms of his health. So I'm so exactly. happy to see that. And he's so proud of it. And like you said, he's continuing to be, um, to run marathons and really thinking about his health. And I think the other two chefs, uh, Gordon and Joe, are also very proud of him because even months before the show even started um, shooting, 
they were tweeting out, you know, where's Graham? What happened mm-hmm. to him? You know, like, but not as a joke, not to put him down or anything, but because they were so proud of his accomplishment. So, yes, I'm total in total agreement with you. And I, I wanted to start with that just because, of course, that doesn't have any play on the show. But we're just very proud of Chef Elliot um, on his accomplishment. And Wakame is here with us, by the way, if you guys don't see her. That's why I'm laughing because <laughs> she's moving the curtain behind you. <laughs> It's not a ghost, I promise. <laughs> um, I'm with you. I like the eclectic, eclectic group that they've got in this um, series. I think uh, the one of the things that I find positive, although we'll get to the negatives about this too, um, the structure of the show, but one of the things I find positive about them starting right into the competition is that episode by episode, we are intrigued to learn more about each of the contestants. Mm-hmm. Whereas before when they would go through the gambit and they would go into the warehouse and you would kind of get a feel of all of the people that you already would be emotionally attached to. This one kind of draws you in this season because you have to see episode three to learn more about, I don't know, Elizabeth or whoever. You know, they're they're kind of hanging on to those stories until it's the time to showcase that person. Mm. And so for that reason, I think I like the fact that they jumped right into the competition. Okay. Um, I like that they're, uh, uh, the structure is still very similar. You said one hour, um, them going into the um, mystery box challenges and all those things are still the same. Kitchen looks beautiful as always, and we've got our three master chefs returning. So everything else is very consistent, and I'm happy with that. Okay. So let's go on to, let's move on to our negatives. And Corey, we'll start with you um, on our negatives for episodes one and two. Oh, my big negative is. Um, excuse me, <laughs> my, my dog's trying to get on my lap. Uh, my big negative is actually the fact that we didn't get to see the audition rounds because for me, starting with the 30 already, I felt like we just missed the whole chunk of mm-hmm. getting to know these characters or being invited to kind of get somewhat invested into these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of disagree with your point where you have to like watch the next episode to get invested in them because you're going to get invested in them anyway moving forward into the the episodes you're gonna have to watch and learn more about them anyway right Mm -hmm. but i just wish that we could have seen those because you get to see characters who also can't cook which is also part of the fun yes these people who you think are just gonna fail at cooking and are phenomenal or these characters that you think are going to be magnificent and they have this a showcase of montage of why they want to be a cook and then they fail miserably i'm i miss that whole aspect um so that was a big uh, let down for me because I uh, that's one of my favorite parts of MasterChef is mm-hmm. seeing the top 100 narrow down to 30. Mm-hmm. So that was my big one. Oh, yeah. and that is also my big one. I mean, I'm trying to see th- why they would have done that in terms mm-hmm. of the structure. Um, maybe it was just a scheduling conflict and they couldn't do it. I mean, that's the only thing I can assume unless maybe Ryan has more insight into that. But mm-hmm. um, the negative for me, like Corey is saying, is the we love these shows. We love all of these competitions like American Idol, um, The Voice, those types of things because of that audition aspect, because it makes us laugh. It gets us crying or whatever. But yeah. there's emotion attached to um, investing in one or two episodes where people are going in and and trying to to be their best. And there was something about that, and I'm not really sure why they got rid of it. So if you guys have any insight, actually, as to why they decided to change the structure for this particular season. Someone's going crazy. <laughs> she doesn't like the structure either. Um, let us know, because I'm, I'm really curious if there's the actual 
positive reason as to why they decided to do that. Um, other than that, uh, everything seems to remain the same um, in terms of, uh, you know, the structure, like I was saying. The only other negative I could think of is, as usual, early on, they will highlight somebody. And for the past two episodes, we have already seen the same people being highlighted. And I know mm -hmm. it's a very long season, and so we're going to get to everyone eventually. But I don't know anything about Christian Green. I don't know anything about uh, Chris, I don't know, Aran Cho. True. Like, these are some of the people that are there, but we don't know about. And maybe we would have known about if we had the whole audition gambit and them going through the warehouse. Um, but, and we've seen a lot of Courtney a lot yes of course that's why she just <laughs> plummeted to my head like ooh, the stripper because <laughs> ariel dancer kaori ariel dancer ryan what are your, <laughs> some of your negatives for episodes one and two um yeah to go along with your guys point about the auditions yeah i, I like to see that stuff and be able to see the people that you know got selected for the top 30 because like you said there's like you know less than half of people that are on the 30 that we don't even get to see them talk or do anything we see them in the background but they don't really get to do anything so yeah the audition being able to see that would have been good also i know the the selection process you know all the chefs that come in there's not really anybody that's probably over the age of like 40 everyone's hmm. kind of young so besides leslie the super rich stay-at-home dad mr mom <laughs> but um everybody else is pretty young so it's kind of interesting to see if like did older people try out or there's just not enough you know sent, you know good home chefs that are you know, yeah. older which i find hard to believe especially everyone's grandma knows how to knows how to cook good especially like home home cooked meals and stuff you think someone a little bit older would be you know in the in the running so that was kind of one of my negatives um yeah and then like you were saying and really showing um the same contestants over and over the first two episodes especially courtney um and um oh, i like big like willie <laughs> yeah yeah everyone's seen her some have seen her more than others but you got to pay for that so um but yeah, it's it's pretty much the same as last season. Um, I do get kind of tired of them when they eliminate people or save people. They're like, we want you to, and they kind of pause, and you're not going. Like, they kind of keep dragging it yeah. out. Sometimes it's okay, but it gets kind of it's kind of pointless after a while. It's like, uh, come on, just tell us what's going on. You don't need to make these people sit here and be miserable for another two minutes waiting for your answer. So, But, you know, that's what they've been doing. So I guess stick with the formula. And I was just, act Ryan, I'm glad you pointed it out. I was just about to say another negative is the fact that they they, they are harping on or maybe more accentuating the fact that they, the way that they save people and the way they kick people off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Gordon's like, and you are not going home today, you know? And it's like, we already know you were going to say that. So stop making it, us feel like it's a big surprise that this person's being saved. But I think that that's kind of a consistent thing that they've always done all season. Every season, they've always been just trying to mislead us and cause that that excitement. Yeah. Like the first episode where they said the last chick, what was her name? Um, Elise Mayfield, where she was crying because she mm -hmm. kept making pot pies or whatever. <laughs> and uh, oh, he was yeah. like, you're not going upstairs. Because everyone's going down to congratulate you. <laughs> like, what? I know, but see, and this is what I'm afraid of with this competition. And the more seasons I watch, I'm like, oh, I hope they're not going down that route. Is 
this is a cooking competition. And I, I and if you go back to any of our other Master Chef after shows, I've talked about this before when I say that's the beauty of the voice is that you don't get any backstory. You don't get mm -hmm. that emotional story that these folks like Elise are telling them in terms of um, please save me type things in the voice. You just hear the voice and they make their decision based on the voice. And for this competition, I want them to as much as possible stick to making their decision based on what they cook. And for the most part, 99% of the time they do. But I have to think, at least for, in the case of Elise and other, and other people, when they're up there and they're crying and they're saying, mm -hmm. this is all I have. This is all I have left. This is, you know, this is this is it for me. Otherwise, I have to go back to my crap job and not live a cool life or whatever i wonder how much that actually plays into the chef's decision to keep them i don't know i'm hoping that doesn't at all but i i have to think there's some sort of emotion coming of from gordon coming from graham and coming from joe when they see these people up there saying this is all i have and if you kick me off i'm done you yeah. know mm -hmm. so i really hope that they keep to the cooking because that's what we want to see so speaking of the cooking i mean do you guys have any um favorite dishes from episodes one and two and ryan we'll start with you okay. um favorite dishes um i liked um dan Wu's ramen that he made the first dish mm, the you yeah. on a plate or in this case a bowl um they really liked it um and then um i like willie's um chicken that he made and courtney's gnocchi that she made look good um which surprised me because it just seemed like it'd be pretty hard to make. But um, the, those three probably for the first episode. The second episode, Willie made like the cupcakes with the cayenne pepper in it. That looked pretty good. Um, and uh, someone made, I think um, Leslie made like the stuffed chicken, I think. It's something that looked pretty, it was like a huge portion, but it looked pretty good. Um, but most of the people, the first few people that went up seemed like they're consistent consistently being good but there's a few people that kind of fluctuate good and bad so it's inter it'd be interesting to see if people can keep with it or if they're gonna you know the top people are gonna really stand out and the other people are gonna kind of fall off right right um i actually really liked from the last episode francis beyondies uh meatball or meatloaf Barada. That's what I was gonna say. Oh my gosh! I right? love burrata. Me too. Oh my gosh! That's why we're team animation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this guy—he's he's decent looking too, you know, for being on the competition, and he made what I think I'm is like my favorite. At it, like his hands tight. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is actually. Oh my god! He is. Oh, hold on. He is. Hold on. He looks just like hands tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, sorry guys, we digress. <laughs> we digress. But based on um, Kaori's type, I think she. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my um, type is is Willie. Is Willie? You know what? It's true though. <laughs> Willie is my favorite. Actually, I think he. There's some charm to him. He looks like he knows what to make. He know. Mm -hmm. He looks like he can eat. Um, he's got it. And I, I like the fact that he cooks for his family. I mean, that always says a lot, mm. you know, when he's the only, the sole provider of the good food, then yeah, of course, he's cooking nonstop. That means he's always in practice for that. So are you saying, and we'll move on now to the predictions then, since you kind of yeah. segued us there. Are you saying that Willie is your pick? I think him and Courtney are the, currently the front runners. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say Astrid. I can't believe she even made it, but yeah. she didn't make it the last one. So I was shocked that she had like a nasty ass, you know, uh, 
her setting, how she couldn't clean. Yes. And they were complaining about it, and she still moved on. And even her plate didn't look good. I felt like that would have bothered you. I thought of you when I saw that. I mean, it bothered it me, but I felt like it really would have bothered, bothered it, it you. It did. For and I was like, why is she going through, man? Mm -hmm. She sucks. And I'm glad she's out. Sorry, Astrid. Well, and then Joe is like all hard on her, like, oh, you know, you don't do that in the kitchen. And but. All right, I'll let you slide. I'm yeah, not going right? to keep... I was like, no, he should have just let her go then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she's gone anyways. Yeah. Um, speaking of Whitney and Astrid, if you guys haven't... There's a big spoiler for you. Are both gone. Um, but so you're picking Willie and Courtney. For now. For now. Obviously, that could change. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Um, yeah, Willie, Courtney, since they've obviously done the best so far out of the two. Um, I kind of think they'll keep Courtney around for a while since she seems like she's going to be a lot of drama. That's her right, and, right? Her and, yeah, her and Leslie, the old guy yelling at the lady behind him in the first episode. They're going to be around for a while, just like how um, Chrissy was around last season. You I know, the, everyone hated her, so they got to keep her around. But she was a good, good cook, so hopefully people can cook so they can oh, keep yeah, them around. She was awesome. Um, also, like Tyler, the outdoors outdoorsman guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe you can have some interesting, you know, cooking styles and different things to the competition um and i like dan Wu. he did good the first episode but the second episode they said his meatloaf was garbage and he spit it out so that's not very good yeah for him if it's gonna keep up but um yeah I, big big willie and courtney the dancer she's gonna be around for a while i'm gonna go with um francis francis <laughs> oh my gosh i guessed right <laughs> francis <laughs> francis <laughs> Um, no, I'm going to go with him just because he produced what I think is the best dish so far. Um, I don't want to pick Courtney, although she is excelling right now, just because I don't like the people that are <laughs> excel yeah, right at the beginning. You know, I, I agree with you on that because I like it when the, the front runners aren't necessarily the ones who win. Mm -hmm. Just like Luca. He's my favorite. I know. You know, like when it came to Christine from a couple seasons back, right. you're like, oh my gosh, she has the best sop story ever. She's going to win. And she yeah. Could. <laughs> and she could cook her she ass off cook, too. Of but yeah, so you kind of knew that it was going that way. But with Luca, you were like, every week, I think Ryan and I were like, no, Luca's going home this He's week. Like struggling. No, Luca's going home this week. And you would say the same. And then, wow, he won the competition. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm going to go with Francis just because he really highlighted himself in the last episode. And then I think my underdog will be the other Francis, Mr. Uh, Ricky Gervais himself, Francis Liege or Le Le Leggy or whatever his last name is. Oh, okay. Looks like a blonde Ricky Gervais. <laughs> That's so funny. He definitely reminds me of Ricky. I mean, especially based on that first outfit that he wore. I think at least he will cause some uh, for some laughs and some entertainment for us because he was really funny on the first episode. And we definitely have a really eclectic group, like yes. as I mentioned, Leslie. I mean, already that's he's just out there. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm a stay-at-home husband. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> All right, that's cool. And we got uh, Gordon Jr. Yeah, already with that name itself, it just triggers like a what? Is another Gordon in the kitchen? Yeah, that's true. So, and then Dan Wu is definitely out there. Dan Wu, definitely memorable look. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't, we know, like I said, we know nothing about Aran or Aaron or Cho, whatever yeah. the Asian girl's oh, name I is. Forgetting about her, Kira Novak. I, I don't think we know anything about her yet. I mean, and Jamie um, Vitolo, what a nice woman. Mm -hmm. You saw that story where she was like, 
um i was the outsider and so yeah. i just kind of cooked because that's what i know how to do best you know the confidence the lack of yeah. confidence you know makes me want to pick her as well in terms of um some of my early predictions mm -hmm. so um there's still a lot more to see we're all only on episode three now coming up um only two people have gone home like i said whitney and astrid uh do you guys have any before we sign off here do you guys have any predictions in terms of who's getting kicked off next oh you know what that those pies man i think elise she's like she's on thin ice you know like yeah. she barely made it last episode she got complaints in this one if she makes it through again with a pie then it's it's a hoax but mm -hmm. she better not be making pies anymore <laughs> <laughs> ryan yeah since next week it looks like the main challenge is they're cooking for like military army like a huge group of them and teams so whoever's not able to work good under pressure is gonna have trouble yeah hopefully they don't you know unless they ask for pies like you said oh, they're gosh. gonna have trouble so uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see um i think i i think uh is it cutter is cutter the ex-military yeah. um i think that this is going to be his episode I don't think he, I actually think it's going to be his his episode in the negative. Oh, so okay. I'm going to guess that he's going to go home. OK, I don't know. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate this time this season. I'm going to be the Joe, even though I feel like Joe has a m more heart as as we keep watching him. He's not such a dick anymore. But <laughs> um, so that will do it for us. You guys let us know what you thought of the premiere of the new structure, of all the contestants, of all the dishes. Wakame will let us know which dish she wants to eat first and which one she would just puke on. Um, and let us know who your early predictions are. And um, yeah, join us next week for episode three. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people follow you? Sure, I'm on Twitter at RYMyers25. And Miss Corey, where can people follow you? You can follow the dynamic uh, duo here um, at uh, K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S. And you can follow me at Ann Campia. All of our Twitter handles are on that lower third right there. Talk Master Chef to us. We are always uh, open to conversation. We love the show so much. Um, and if you are a chef out there and you know how to cook, cook us some food and send it to us because that'd be really great. Anyhow, that will do it for us for this week. We will see you guys next week. And until then... See you later.